Hi, and welcome to The Social Angle, a podcast that helps promo pros gain an edge in the social media realm. I'm Vinny, and on this episode, I am proud to be joined by my first international guest, Susie Huber from Canada, to talk about building your personal brand with social media. Susie, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me, Vinny. Absolutely. So tell me, how are things up in Canada? Yeah, I mean, it's summertime, so it's definitely nice to be outside and, you know, things are opening up and, uh, you know, uh, it, it's just a, a much better time than it was over winter. Let's just say that. <laughs> so you said things are opening up. Are they getting, I know cause we, we have a writer here at ASI uh, who covers Canada and she, you know, updates us each week and she says things have been pretty bad, but I know things are opening up. So are you guys able to go to restaurants, bars, like what's the status now? Yeah, well, uh, you know, patios opened a few weeks ago. So that's been, you know, pretty nice and exciting to get out and socialize a little bit more after a long winter. But uh, yeah, the vaccines are rolling out a lot faster now. And, um, you know, signs are emerging that we're going to get on the other side of this, which is wonderful to see. Absolutely. Again, we have a great topic. We're talking about building your personal brand with social media. And if you have any questions whatsoever about building your brand, social media, anything, you know, Susie and I will certainly take some time and answer questions. Um, so j- feel free to just comment and we'll, and we'll get to your questions. So before we begin, uh, can you, Susie, can you take a minute to introduce yourself, your business, and how you found your way into the world of social media? Uh, sure. Uh, well, um, my name is Suzanne Huber, and I run a small boutique digital marketing agency, Suzanne Huber, Inc. And I guess you could say I found my way into social media. I guess I'm going to date myself by saying this, but, you know, when the Internet first came out, you know, I was very immersed into the chat rooms and, you know, meeting people from all over and, you know, building those online and digital connections. And from there, you know, when Facebook came out and, you know, Twitter, I was one of the early adopters and heavily immersed uh, in the social scene. I just always had a a passion for it. You know, fast forward a few decades later, uh, you know, I run a small agency and I'm on social media for a living now. So uh, I was able to integrate it into my profession. I, you know, manage profiles for businesses. I purchase ads and use it to attract new opportunities for my clients. So you're a small business owner. Yes, indeed. Well, that that is music to everyone's ears because that is the the bulk of, of our industry, the promotional products industry. A lot of small business owners, a lot of, you know, one, two, three people operations. So, you know, we're kind of really speaking to them. Um, so, again, personal branding, that is what we're talking about today. So it's a phrase we've all heard, but for the sake of those who might not know, can you give us a quick definition of what it means and why personal branding is important? Yeah, sure. Uh, Well, personal branding is really your reputation, your influence. Uh, It's how you position yourself to the world. So, you know, being really intentional about uh, where you want to be or who you're trying to attract, you're able to do that through the content you share and, you know, your bio, uh, just basically showcase what you're all about and um, what you have to offer the world. And it's really, sorry, I was just gonna say it's really important because other people might be talking about you on the internet, you know, you may find yourself listed on other media sites. uh, And you just want to make sure that you're being intentional that you are communicating your values and, uh, you know, positioning yourself for where you want to be and who you want to attract. Right. And I think a lot of people don't realize, but, you know, their Facebook presence, you know, that's, you know, their personality, what they do on their Facebook page you know, that's part and parcel of your own brand, you know, per se, because when you search Google, if I searched for myself, I would find, you know, 
I mean, my name is is not very common, uh, Vincent Driscoll. I come up probably in the in the, one of the, the first page of search results, and that's my personal brand. You know, people can find me, and look, I can keep a lot behind, uh, you know, security, so people can't find out what I'm posting. But again, m your personal brand can can be as personal as your social media, and that's kind of where we're going with this. So, um, you're a big proponent of personal branding for business. Can you give us an example of personal branding done well on social media? And what do people do well who stand out? Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, a lot of personal brands have built really big businesses around it. And the people who are really successful at it are, you know, posting really consistently, sharing a lot of value related to their expertise and their offers, and they're engaging with their community. So they're attracting people, they're conversing with them, you know, and just, uh, positioning themselves by sharing by sharing their content. So if you're regularly sharing value and you know even a little bit of personal information about your life, people feel like they can get to know you. So when it comes time to try to initiate a business relationship, you already have a bit of a rapport based on the content that this they've been sharing. You know, somebody who stands out for me is Gabriel Bernstein. You know, she is a, a New York Times bestselling author, uh, just a, a really bold uh, thought leadership you know, personality in like the personal development and, you know, self-help space. But I've watched her build her brand over the years and it's just been very impressive. And a lot of it is through sharing that value um, and, and just really building a business around it. So uh, this person sounds like they're, they're a, an influencer. Is that correct? Uh, an influencer. Well, she's an author and she does workshops uh, and lots of different things. Um, Gabriel Bernstein, if you check her out, but she, she just has a really, really, really strong personal brand. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's there's a number of others out there and you don't necessarily need to take it that large scale, but you definitely want to make sure uh, that you're presenting yourself in such a way that you are going to attract the opportunities that you wish to, you know, to, to magnetize yourself to. Right. And, and I, you know, I asked about the influencers because I think a lot of people who are, you know, you know, pretty high up in uh, the uh, realm of personalities, people know them, they have instant sort of uh, cred when they build a social media presence. But for personal branding on a smaller level, you don't really need to have that. You can just create social media profiles and then build your brand. And I think that's an important distinction because somebody like a Justin Bieber can just create a social media profile and all of a sudden within a day, he'll have, you know, 5 million followers. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, you know, he, he just creates a, a, a new profile here and boom, he's got all these uh, followers. That's easy. You know, I think it's from the small business perspective where you really have to kind of spend time to, to, to build your brand. Um, but I think it's a, it's a worthwhile investment and it's something that a lot of people should strive for. So, that kind of segues to this question. So I think it's general standard procedure and it has been f since I started doing social media for business for companies to create business profiles and then allow anonymous employees to engage on behalf of the brand. However, I've noticed a trend where people are using their personal profiles to do everything from sales and marketing to customer service. How do you feel about this approach and do you recommend it? 
Well, you know, offline, we've already talked about uh, how sales and marketing are really integrated within the social media space now. You know, when people are shopping online, they're checking out the business's social media handles. Uh, senior executives of companies are sharing content. You know, salespeople need to be social. Uh, basically, everybody's really integrated into social media as part of a customer acquisition strategy these days. Um, perhaps the one area that may not be something I would necessarily recommend would be the customer service approach. Um, I would think that would make more sense to go through the brand itself. Of course, uh, you know, people do sometimes voice their complaints and concerns on social media, but uh, I'm not sure if that's something where a personal brand would be valuable to be tackling. I think that that might be best from a corporate entity. However, the personal branding standpoint, people do business with people. So you really got to be there. I mean, your company, it's important to have those handles, but people do business with people. And you see time and time again, even really big companies, you'll see the leaders eventually, if they're not doing it right away, they eventually will forge out and, you know, start building out their personal brand. So because it's a long game, the sooner you start, you know, laying brick by brick, the better off you're going to be over the long run. Now, I love what you said about um, people do business with people. And, and that's true in any industry. And, you know, in my industry, what I've started to see is, you know, and when you said customer service, you're, you're right about customer service. The brand acting, you know, on behalf of the brand is something that is um, kind of standard. You know, you ask a question to a, to a business page and you get a response from the brand. And then sometimes people will, will respond with their name, who it is that's responding on behalf of the brand. But we have, uh, we have exclusive groups. Um, you know, we, we have ASI's uh, exclusive member group where brands aren't, aren't in there. So we have to have customer support people in there as their personal um, pages. So they're really acting on behalf of us as as themselves. Now, that to me is sort of an evolution of how customer support is being done. Now, we're, we've got people who are representing the brand, um, you know, in groups, you know, as themselves, not as not as the brand. So it's it's an interesting evolution uh, for customer service. But from the sales perspective, I've started to, you know, not started, I've seen it for a while, where people are actually creating profiles that kind of mesh their personal and their business. And they're actually doing more business with those personal um, profiles than they are with the, with the actual pages and the business profiles. So back to this meshing of your personal uh, profiles with your business, it seems like it could get messy. Um, can you give us some advice on how you would navigate these potentially troublesome orders uh, yeah, well, again, back to that customer ex uh, experience, um, you know, with the brand, it is important for brands to be responsive and respond to the customer inquiries, whether that's a person on the team reaching out or or the brand itself. Uh, but as far as the personal branding goes, I mean, you just always want to be conscious, no matter whether it's professional or personal, you always want to be cognizant of the fact that whatever you publish on the internet is on the internet for whoever your audience is to see. So uh, the, the troublesome waters would be just being conscious of what you're sharing and making sure it's, you know, on brand, it's okay to be a little bit personable. People do business with people. Um, so highlighting your personality and your content is actually a good thing and, you know, your hobbies and your interests, but just making sure that you are, you know, staying within reason um, and you're not doing anything that's going to hurt your personal brand or reputation because that's something you got to carry with you over the long term. Yeah. I, you know, I agree with that. Um, but a lot of times I'll see somebody who, 
says something inflammatory on social media, something that's, you know, people don't like, and they'll click on their profile and they'll find out they're working for this company because you can go to somebody's personal page, find out who they're working for. And then they go to that company and they say, Hey, look, do you know, you have an employee that said this on social media? We've gotten that, you know, at ASI. So I think it's important um, that people, you know, be very mindful about how they're interacting on social media outside of business. If they're using their personal profile to do business, Um, you know, and like we said earlier, we, you know, you can, really hide a lot of what you do on social media, especially on Facebook through security. So you can go in and do whatever you want. Um, But if you're also doing business with that profile, I think it would be sort of a messy situation if you're, if you know, you're, you're doing both. Yeah. You want to maintain a clean digital footprint profile period, right? Because there's a lot of different tools and things that come out these days where people can scan your information and learn a lot about you for what you post online. So I would just advise to not post anything that would be uh, defamatory to your own reputation that could hurt you later on in a future career opportunity. Absolutely. And I think it's funny that you say that because a lot of businesses, and I would, you know, I would say almost every business will search potential clients or put not clients, employees before they hire them, you know, like, what are they doing? You know, like what happens if I Google their name? Um, what happens if I go to Facebook and I look for them? What, what are they doing? How much can I see? You know, and I think that's important, you know, now more than ever that if you really expect to get hired, it, you know, in 2021, you have to really clean up your your profiles because you what you do on social media is your personal brand, whether or not you like it or not, that's, kind of who you are, even if you're not using it for business, people are still going to find you and see what you're doing on social media. Absolutely. And and to touch on that point some more too is, you know, the, your LinkedIn connection. So if people are Googling you, they'll Google you. Well, they're going to Google you before. Uh, you, you, or if you're applying for a job, they're Googling you no matter what. So just expect that and know that you should maybe have your own personal website or, or some other things that are going to make you look favorable, whether you're applying for a job or if you're having a customer considering doing a transaction with you. It's kind of the same thing where you want to control that narrative coming up. But with regards to your LinkedIn connections, who are some of those common connections that they can actually reach out and get your character reference checks on too? So I would even advise making sure that your contacts are clean on your LinkedIn because you never know who's connected to who as well. So just something else to be mindful about. No, I agree. Um, You know, I think you have to really kind of do a, a an audit of your social media, um, not only your social media presence, but just a, a digital spot check of what comes up when you search yourself, because you have to think, you know, this is what um, potential employers are doing when you're looking for a job. They're going to be searching you. What are, the, what are they going to find? And how much of that, you know, that you find, can you actually f- fix? If it's not something you think is, something you want out there. Like, you know, in other words, you know, there are things that people may have said online 15 years ago, you know, it's like, Oh my God, like, was that me? Did I really say that? You want to go back and say, you know, I want to clean that up. How do I get rid of this? Um, there might be pictures of you partying, you know, it's like everyone parties, you know, but you know, if these are the pictures that come up when you search yourself, it's like, Oh my God, I want to get rid of those pictures. Like, I think it's important for people to start doing that because again, like we're talking, we're talking about personal branding. That is going to be your personal brand when 
when companies are, are looking for you online. And, you know, my LinkedIn profile has driven a lot of conversions for me too, maybe even more than my website. So just making sure that's current and up to date with where you want to go, whether that's attracting the right customer or, you know, the next opportunity in your career. Again, just keeping your content and your positioning fresh for who you're trying to attract and engage with you. Again, we're talking to Susie Huber. We're talking about personal branding and social media. So if you have any questions, uh, drop them in the chat and, and we'll try to get to them. So uh, speaking of having you know, a, a personal page and potentially a, a second page, do you recommend doing that? Say, so in other words, say I have a Facebook page. I, I, I've had a, a Facebook um, personal page for a long time. If I wanted to, to maybe create a separate one to do business would you recommend that or would you would you say you know what just clean up your personal page and use that one what what would you recommend well i would recommend whatever's going to be the best channel to engage with your audience uh, some personal profiles may make the most sense on your facebook if you're a lot of people use their personal you know profiles for business purposes because of the network and the reach that you have in there because facebook prioritizes content from family and friends so you might get more reach organically through your personal page but if you have a business page uh, i would recommend with that if you're gonna maintain it ongoing and you know put a little cash in for some paid boosts that would probably be the best way to amplify your content because organic reach alone on facebook is not what it used to be so uh, that would be uh, the best, I would recommend whatever's the best way to reach your audience. So if you have a lot of them in your personal network, I mean, you should definitely keep a clean Facebook profile. I cleaned mine up years and years ago. So now if I've got clients that connect with me, and sometimes you have to, if you want to become an administrator of a page and you just, for whatever reason, you have professional connections on your personal page as well, you want to just make sure that it's you know clean because I think the lines between business and personal profiles on social media are very blurred these days. And you want to just uh, uh, find the best way to reach your uh, ideal customers. And the page can work, but sorry, I would just recommend having a little bit of paid budget and it really makes a big difference. Five, 10 bucks a post, you can really amplify it. But if you're not going to throw a little revenue at your page, you're going to have a hard time reaching people. Yeah. You made a great point a second ago about uh, reaching engagement. And, and we've talked about this um, a lot. And in, in fact, I think our very first podcast a couple of years ago was when Facebook shifted its algorithm uh, to favor um personal profiles there you know they claim they want more personal connection um you know and they kind of uh push down the reach and engagement of, of pages you know this is facebook just saying hey we want you to pay to play i mean that's essentially what they did um we felt you know every page admin felt felt a bite of that but i like what you said about you know the personal page gets will get more reach and engagement so if you actually have you know your own personal page and you create a separate personal page for your business and i've seen this done a lot where somebody will say i'll give you an example like my personal page will be vin driscoll and then if i created a separate uh personal page i would say vin driscoll at ASI or something like that. And I've seen people do that. They've got two personal pages, one for business and one for, for personal things. And I like what you said because those will get more reach and engagement by design because they're personal pages. Right? That's absolutely yeah. I mean yeah. I, I think I think that's that's a winning combination right there. So 
Okay, so building your personal brand takes time, right, Susie? Yes, it does. <laughs> Can you give us some do's and don'ts on how you've been able to grow your brand and which networks seem to work best for you? Sure. The do's are, you know, be generous, uh, resharing other people's content. Do comment on other people's content. You know, give positive feedback if you've had a positive thought, you know, uh, start conversations. So I would just say be social. That's what social media is, right? Uh, don't, um, I would say, we already touched on this, don't say negative things online mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, about yourself or other people unless it's, you know, maybe maybe funny, but, uh, <laughs> uh, and don't follow people and unfollow them unless you are unfollowing somebody who's doing that to you perhaps. So I would say just, just go out there and sincerely build a network. It's not about the number of followers that you attract. You want to be connecting with the right people. You can have a small amount of followers, but that could actually be uh, a higher percentage of revenue if they're more of your target audience that you're reaching. So you don't want to be building a network of people that are never going to do business with you. You want to be intentional about who you're attracting so that when you do get whatever organic reach you're going to get uh, or and engagement, you want to have the right people, you know, consuming your content. Yeah. And I like what you said about, um, you know, engaging and engaging, I think um, is the most important thing. You know, it's social media people, you know, people want to be social. Uh, when I see people create profiles, it doesn't matter where they are and they're not engaging. They're not, uh, you know, they're not spending time on the networks to gain a following that right there is tells me that they just don't understand how it works. You know, to, when I first started with this, our social media ASI in 2009, mm. um, you know, the first thing my boss said to me was, Hey, I want you to get us 500 Twitter followers. We had like five or something like that. You know, we had just started it. And I was like, 500, how am I going to do that? You know, like, okay. Like, he's like, I want, <laughs> I want it done soon. So he's like, here, I will give you some budget. And at the time I was like, hey, buy 500 followers for 50 bucks. And, you know, I spent the money. I had the followers. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is so easy to, to gain a following. But then within a week, I had 250 less because these people who, who followed me noticed that what I was posting it's not something they engage with. They, you know, the, these are not my industry people. So they decided, hey, I'm going to unfollow this guy. I don't like what he's what he's posting. So there's no magic bullet. You have to spend time. You like you want you want an influencer to follow you. I always say like, f follow them, engage with them, ask them questions. Eventually, they'll follow you unless they're one of these people who has zero. They don't follow anyone. You know, they're just, they have people, you know, managing the brand, but you don't want the really big fish. I think you, you want to aim for the, the influencers that are in your industry. Mm -hmm. and, Definitely. and yeah, like, like you said earlier, like they don't have to have a lot of followers to be an influencer, 500, a thousand, you know, they, but if, if they're getting great engagement on their tweets on anything that they do, they are considered an influencer. And that's somebody that you want to have follow you. Absolutely. Yes. Also, don't sales pitch right away. Do yep. share value. Do share value. Do forge sincere relationships and people will work with you. Uh, they will be attracted to you based on the content that you're sharing, which is hopefully educating them based on your problem or solution that you're you're providing. So just, uh, you know, organically meet people. Don't pitch right away and just uh, let it flow organically. And I always find that the best content in social media seems to be the stuff that is fun it's on trend. It has nothing to do with business. Um, people really embrace that stuff. 
uh, we talk about all the time when you when you're hard selling in social media there's no bigger turnoff than to see that and you know, we've been warning people in our industry don't don't do that and we still see it and like i i i get it i understand people with small businesses who have 15 minutes a day to devote to social media and they don't understand how it works they're going to spend that time like hey here here's what i have please buy from me and it just doesn't work you know you have to build relationships you have to build trust and that's how social media works um and we preach that all the time and and when i see hard selling i just pulling out my hair you know like don't do that <laughs> don't do that all right so audio um are you on any audio are you in clubhouse do you do any of the twitter spaces I am on Clubhouse. I have not really immersed myself uh, too much on there. I have heard good things, but unfortunately, I have not totally immersed myself in Clubhouse. But I know, like, as far as social and connections go, I'm definitely an avid podcast listener. And it's always amazing how much value and uh, that some of the people out there are sharing with their content. So definitely a great way to attract new opportunities is to share podcasts and, you know, amplify them on your social channels as well. So do you, are you a proponent of audio? Um, do you think people can build their brand in, in areas like uh, spaces and also clubhouse? Well, I would say it's still emerging. I've heard some positive things from people that I personally know that have been able to, you know, attract some business relationships. My own personal stances, we'll, we'll wait and see. Like, is right. it a trend or a fad? I guess we'll see. I have not gone too deep yet myself, but um I guess we'll see. What do you think? I think it's, um, you know, it, it's interesting. We, we at ASI, we've been, we started our own um, uh, space. We do it at one o'clock on Fridays. And, you know, it, it's, it's hard to get a footing um, because of the way spaces is set up. It's, it's hard to schedule things. It's hard to, to set reminders, but we, we are gaining a little bit of a, tr of, of traction there. I do think, though, that Clubhouse, if you can assert yourself in Clubhouse as a real subject matter expert for whatever you do, you can you can really establish your personal brand very, very easily in that in that um, platform. We've seen people in our industry become thought leaders in Clubhouse, and it's amazing. They're doing not only are they creating their personal brand, but they're getting business um through through the the audio chat and it's it's amazing i think you know i think audio is just booming right now and i and i think it's fascinating i like to jump in there and host chats on space on spaces and i think it's it's kind of worked out we get mostly asi people my company but we do get a few stragglers that come in and they listen um but i think you have to really figure out what it is that you are an expert at you know define what your goal is to, you know, okay, I'm going to go into Clubhouse or I'm going to go into Spaces and I'm going to talk about this because this is what I, this is my area of expertise and really kind of push it, be consistent. And I think that's how you're going to kind of stand out. And Great. by the way, we have one on Friday. I want to see you in there at one o'clock. Melissa's hosting, by the way. And we're going to be talking about pop culture and social media. Right? Cool. Right, Melissa? So one o'clock, I'll send you that invite. All right. So we have a couple more questions left. Um, so before I get to the fun one, um, my last bi business question. So for those with small businesses and limited time, which our industry is comprised mostly of, 
what tips do you have for starting to build your personal brands from scratch on social media? So pretend like I'm brand new to social media. I have a business. Say I started this business last year and I want to get on the social media. What tips do you have? Well, if you're newer to social media or you've just been a little bit stagnant lately, I would say, you know, focus on where your goals are. So are you looking to attract an ideal customer? Um, you know, I would say go go where you already have a little traction and try and build up some momentum there. Um, share content that asks for engagement, you know, whether that's a question or, you know, something that just provides a lot of value. Video is definitely something that's really strong to capture a lot of engagement. So I would say start posting content regularly on your top two social media channels and do it consistently and engage with other people's content, which we already touched on, whether that's liking or making a comment or resharing. And then, you know, send some DMs and, you know, just start meeting people and start working relationships within within the platforms and just see where it takes you. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's really important to forge relationships and find the people that you know are going to benefit. There's going to be a mutual beneficial relationship there. And to me, I think that's that's important. You don't just follow anybody, you know, and you know, it, the engagement, I can't stress enough people talk about this all, all the time. You know, what is the most important metric um, for social media. And I think it's engagement. You know, I, I always like reach, you know, likes. It, yes, those are like, like is an engagement, but if you get people to start a conversation and you're able to create those conversations, I think that's important. And I think that's going to be the sweet spot for people, um, whether or not you're doing it in groups, whether or not you're doing it as your brand, you know, it, just get out there and, and start conversations. That's how you're going to meet people. That's how you're going to network. And that's how you're going to get new business. Definitely. And and to your point, that, that the engagement is what, you know, chooses the logarithms too. like on LinkedIn, like if you have people commenting and you can get a thread going on there, you're going to get way more reach and more people are going to see it, uh, the more engagement that you have. And it's often the mundane things that will capture people's attention too. So I would say, don't be, don't be shy about being a little bit silly or just kind of throwing something out there that, you know, might just captivate a little thought or attention or ask a question and you'd be surprised at, you know, what, what catches people. Yeah. And I like what you said there because you don't have to post, you don't have to be disingenuous. You can, you can be funny for funny sake. Like for instance, I, on Twitter, I, I screenshot a lot of texts with my mom because my mom, she is just like her texts. She just, she, she brings out the best of me in, in terms of, of gifts. Like I, she's, she sets me up and I knock them down. Like she always has something to say that I, I can answer with a gift and I screenshot it and I put it on Twitter. And a lot of times I, I get engagement. Now when people comment, when people like it, like you said, it juices the algorithm and it pushes that piece of content up higher. So when that happens, people will see it. They'll be more likely to see it. Even if it's something that is not about your business it's going to lead people to your page and it's going to create discoverability. And then when people see that you're driving engagement through conversations on your whatever social network, they're going to be mindful of you. And I think being top of mind is, is really an important step to getting to the point where you're going to meet people, you're going to build relationships and you're going to end up doing business with people. 
By being interesting and, you know, you're entertaining people. Entertainment is a hugely important thing. So if your mom's being funny and you're having that hilarious conversation and now you, you seem to have grown a bit of a following around it, yeah, just keep it up. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom's not being funny. I'm being funny. She's being a pain in the butt. And I'm just answering her with, with, with memes. And it frustrates her, but it's it's always funny. And I always send them over to my sister and she she gets a kick out of them too. So anyway, final question. We always end the podcast with uh, a fun question. So what's the first place you plan on vacationing once things are semi back to normal? Oh, uh, very soon because things are opening up here. Um, but definitely we'll be heading to Florida, hopefully late summer, early this fall for a nice little vacation. You know, definitely haven't been able to come over to your side uh, for a little while and look forward to being able to do that too. Now, are you going to drive or are you going to fly? Uh, probably going to drive because I've got a two-year-old and then okay. you know, we can maybe cover more ground because going to going to stay for a little while. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, for me, I, I we're going to Outer Banks in which is North Carolina, and we've been there before. We're going in, in, next month, actually. But my, f I'm not going to probably get into a plane until next year, and my first plane ride will be to since the pandemic will be Mexico. We already booked a vacation from Mexico in January, so I'm pretty excited for that. I'm not excited to be in a plane again, um, mm -hmm. but I'll, I'll eventually get there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, hopefully. The worst is behind us and vacations will be back again, uh, you know, but, you know, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for the future. I feel like things are getting back to, you know, where they need to be. And I'm excited about getting in a plane and going on vacation again. Yeah. <laughs> well, Susie, thank you so much. Um, you, you were a great guest today. And anybody wants to get a hold of you, just let them know. Yeah, for sure. Just head over to SuzanneHuber.com. You can uh, see some blogs that I've written lately on various uh, topics that can help you grow your small business. SuzanneHuber.com and catch you there. Awesome. All right. For Susie, I'm Vinny. We'll see you next time on The Social Angle. Thanks for joining us.